When I came here in July, uh, I think you remember this, I told you that I hate blue cheese. And people even to this day, you know, they remember this. Father Vito hates blue cheese. A few weeks ago, I preached about uh, tomato basil soup. <laughs> Guess what happened? Yeah, I got so much following weeks. And some families invited me to, uh, for a dinner, and we always had tomato basil soup, which I love. It's great, so keep doing this. <laughs> mm. So today, I'm kind of afraid to teach about and preach about fish. I love fish. I love it. But then I will be eating fish when you invite me. But that's okay. I love fish. I really do. My point is, mm, but you know this gospel really well, how Jesus calls Peter to follow him, and he really does. This story is always connected, uh, if you talk about vocations, to, to the priest. Every priest can tell you, you know, how it happened, but he became a priest. Uh, if you ask Father Brian, Father Sean, they will tell you. If you ask me, well, you cannot ask me now because I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> this is how it happened, kind of like with St. Peter. Jesus comes in kind of not being invited. He comes in, he does his thing, and then you have to follow him. You just feel this is the right way. That's what happened with me, because I've been pursuing my dreams since I was in junior high, and my goal was to become a physicist. So physics was my love. Finally, after high school, I went to college, to a Polish MIT, one of the best universities in the world, I got accepted, became one of the best students. The future was bright. But one day I met a group of Christians, Catholics and Protestants, and I just started attending the meetings and talking about the Bible, praying a lot. And day by day I realized that my love for physics, for physics became lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. I was surprised. My love for God was higher and higher and higher and higher. One day I couldn't resist anymore. And like we hear in today's gospel, I was in my room, on my knees, crying. I, to be honest, I don't do it a lot, like Father Brian, but <laughs> I was on my knees. And I just... I just couldn't resist anymore. I was on my knees in the, my room in complete darkness. And I was asking God, like, I don't have any more plans for my life. What I had planned, it has been crushed. So I don't know what to do. You have to tell me. He did. Ten years later, here I am in front of you. And I'm so happy. I still love physics, but well, God is my uh, wife now, right? I am married to the church. You can find many stories like this. I had a friend in college. Uh, I was studying at this MIT. He was studying at Polish-Japanese uh, University of Technology in Warsaw, Poland, one of the best universities again. And he was a Christian. 
if you want to study at this Polish-Japanese university, you have to pay a tuition. Even if you want to study full-time, if you go to any public school in Poland, uh, you don't pay anything, you pay nothing. It's free. So, but if you want to go there, that's not public, you have to pay because it's private. So he had to pay, and so that's why he worked. Uh, he worked Monday through Friday to have money to pay tuition. He was working at the nightclub. One day he said to me that his boss came to him and said, you know what, we need to upgrade uh, our nightclub because we need more customers. So I'm gonna, he was responsible for the sound system. But he said to him, we are gonna hire some women who will entertain our customers. Not great. He was struggling a lot because he was like, I cannot work here when the sin is supported. But I have to work to pay my tuition. I don't know what to do. So he prayed to God to show him the way. Well, Jesus didn't show him the way, but he decided, I cannot work here. I need to take this risk. So he told his boss that I cannot work here if you hire uh, some women. And he said to him, well, then you are fired. He lost his job. But two days later, his mom called him and said that I have a distant cousin and I haven't heard along from her, but she kind of heard about your story and she said that she will pay for your school and you can uh, live in Warsaw rent-free in her apartment. That's great. That's much better than working and studying. I can now just study. But that's what happens uh, when we face this moment of choice. We have to take the risk. It's difficult. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen because as human beings, we love to know what's next. We love to know. Uh, kind of a proof is that we want to know what's the weather like tomorrow. You know, we have our cell phones, you can look it up and see, oh, it's going to be sunny. This is what we love. We love schedules, right? I hope so. You know when you come here, oh, mass is at 10 a.m. And you know this. What would happen if you come here and there will be an announcement, oh, we'll have mass maybe in 30 minutes, maybe 40. You will be upset. We love to know what's next and when something is going to happen. Well, Jesus has a different schedule and he doesn't care about uh, phones and watches. He has his own time and he knows what's best for us. So what I would say, look at today's gospel because uh, you are the part of it right now. We are in the boat with St. Peter. The church is the boat. If you even look up right now, that's the boat upside down. You are the fish. I am Jesus, right? <laughs> I'm preaching. We are catching so many people here at Lourdes that sometimes we don't have enough space and we need a second boat. St. Louis, it's empty. You can go there as well. Please go sometime, because uh, Father Brian is there right now. 
He's saying masses this weekend at St. Louis. And we need fish. We need people. We need to fill both boats, both parishes, uh, with Catholics. But we have to do just one thing, what St. Peter does. We have to accept Jesus when he comes, uninvited sometimes. We have to trust, and then we can see the miracle. We can see the miracle. Put out into deep water. Trust me. Trust me. If you do, it's going to be good. Do what I say, and you will be catching men. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. If you have watched the Chosen series, there is this moment when Peter doesn't know what to say, and he says to him, depart from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. And then he asks the question, what's next? What's next? And Jesus looks at him and says, we will change the world. So now it's a great time when you receive Jesus today, when you go back to your pews, kneel down and ask Jesus, what's next in my life? Because I am a sinful man and I don't know what's next, but you do. And then he will tell you, with your help, we will change the world.